Good morning, directors. This is Taya Lawrence, take two. Uh, today, uh, I am interviewing Anne Udechuku. Um, she is a friend who has radically changed her life recently. I haven't seen her in four years. <laughs> um, and in that time, she has done things that I was... Uh, that I'm, I'm looking forward to hear more about. She, among other things, she's a wife. She's a mom of four. She is working on her doctorate in um, as a nurse practitioner, and she's currently working as an oncology nurse. But we're going to find out all the stuff. Um, everyone, welcome to the Director of Flourishing podcast. And here we go. Hey, Anne. Hi, Taya. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> for joining me today. Thank you for uh, having me. So, guys, for background, um, Anne uh, used to live in Charlotte. And as I said, she has four children, ages like 15 to three? 16, 16 to three. Yeah. 16 to three. Yeah. So, wide range. She's busy. Her oldest son plays basketball. You know, she's, she's a busy mom. <laughs> she, when she was in Charlotte, she was a teacher. I, and I know that you were in a new school, right? Yes, I had just started a new job, yeah. And then um, because of her husband's job, they moved to Chicago. And we were in touch, but not not deeply. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day someone sends me something. I think it was, I don't remember what it was, but something that said something to do with you being a nurse, like an ice yeah. nurse. And I was like, how, who, and how, how did I, so I go to your LinkedIn. Yeah. She was says like, I see you nurse. And, and that's when I called you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you do? Because yeah. <laughs> so, I am, I feel like so many of us, right. Want to do something. Right. We have these dreams inside of us. We're in A and we would like to be in B, right. but we don't move. Right. Because exactly. there's life. Right. But you did. So, so walk, walk us through some, some of this uh, path. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for the introduction. And thank you for having me. Um, yes, I did. I made a change. I, I made a radical change. <laughs> we should put it that way. I think in um, 2019, mm-hmm. um, we took a trip to Australia to see, um, you know, family and Honestly, that trip was so um, much needed. I mean, it's always good to get away and relax and, uh, you know, but I, you know, I was able to see um, life differently, almost like, it's almost like when you forgot something somewhere Mm. and then, you know, you get a taste of that thing again and you're like, wait a minute, you know? Mm. Um, So my sister-in-law is a medical doctor and her husband is, um, And um, just spending time with her in her day-to-day life. She has three beautiful kids. Mm -hmm. They're into sports. And uh, myself and Dr. Flora, we're so, I mean, we just have similar interests. And I'm looking at her. I'm looking at myself. I was pregnant with my fourth child at the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, "Um, are you forgetting something? Is something missing in your life? You know, mm-hmm. and just you know, uh, 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 um, a backstory is that I've actually been on this journey of you know, I don't, I want to say pursuit of happiness, mm-hmm. and I know that that means different, you know, things to to 
to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And um, on the outside, you know, looking in, people look at your life and, you know, they feel like you have it all, you know, put together. Um, you know, beautiful family. My husband is very successful at what he does. Um, you know, in, in a way, I have everything I need, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've always said that happiness to me has to be something that I give myself, mm-hmm. not necessarily something that comes from somebody else. Okay. And that's not something marriage can, in my opinion, at this yeah. point, at this age in life, marriage is not going to fill that void for you. I've been four, five, ten kids will not feel that, <laughs> you know, feel that void for you. Um, buying a brand new car, building a house, you know, um, till you really go deep down mm-hmm. and um, solve that puzzle for yourself. You know, it could be transforming yourself. It could be career. It could be changing a, you know, a particular habit or whatever it is. For me, it's just finding that fulfillment career-wise. Okay. Because I never, I mean, the plan was never to be a stay-at-home mom and mm-hmm. just be somebody's wife and, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. So when we got to Australia, being able to see someone that, you know, is able to do it all for mm-hmm. me. Like she has three kids, you know, kids are doing sports, you know, and she's doing it all, you know. And I, I had that epiphany, like, yes, you know, don't give up the dream of I wanted to go to med school as a child. I wanted to be a gynecologist. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody that went to high school with me, I mm-hmm. had people actually like find me on social media and, you know, just, you know, I don't want to say obnoxiously, but it's, you know, I find it weird sometimes just, you know, Dr. Anne and I'm like, no, I never went to med school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just cause that's, you know, that was the expectation then, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the trip was very, very good for me. It was, you know, I sat down, I wrote in my journal, I had my, you know, like my game plan. Like when we get back to the U.S., mm-hmm. I know I can, I mean, at this age, I'm not going back to med school, but mm-hmm. uh, there, there has to be a, another way to get back to healthcare. You mm-hmm. know, I love what I was doing as a teacher. Mm-hmm. I, um, teaching is a calling and I felt like I had that magical touch on the classroom. Okay. I was talking to someone yesterday and I said, my first kid read at age four and not, I think I've told you this before, not even sight reading. He read a book. It could read. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I feel like I, I'm able to connect. I'm able to teach people and, but there was still something missing. I still get up and go to that classroom and still, you know? It's mm-hmm. still, I'm still not feeling that fulfillment and, you know, I'm doing it. It's a calling, whatever I, I tell myself every day, mm-hmm. but that's not it. You know? So we got back in 20 January, 2020. Um, I had the baby. I was mm-hmm. just sitting on the couch. I was still on Facebook at the time. And I saw the direct entry master's program on, you know, advertised. And I'm like, okay, is God really telling me something right now? <laughs> and so I called the recruiter and, you know, he, and, and all I wanted to know is how soon can I start this program? Mm-hmm. As long as I don't have to do a lot of prerequisite. I was a science student. Um, and I hope that all the science, I mean, it's been quite a, quite a while now. I hope they've not, ex- you know, like expired. Yeah. yeah. And he came back to me and said, you know, faculty really likes your profile. You're okay. a non-traditional, okay. uh, you know, nursing student and we want you. 
um, you know, we're going to take everything you have. We just needed to, I think it was a nutrition class they wanted me to take. Okay. So I, and he sent me a school where I'm able to do it on my own as, you know, I could do it as quick as a, a month. Okay. Did it, and I got into the program and um, I did it. And honestly, nursing school was one of the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> oh my God. I can't tell you how many times, you know, I would wake up and be like, what are you doing to yourself? Mm. You know, uh, it was expensive. It was, but graduation day, just walking down, hearing my name. Mm. I mean, the joy. It's as if I've never had a graduation before, (laughs) you know, but it was different. It was just, and the moment we actually started doing clinicals and, you know, started going to the hospital and all that, it's the feedback I get. It's, you know, I come home and I tell all the stories. I mean, and you know that most of the things we do, it's not always the happy ending or even a happy situation. But for me, just being part of that journey, it's the, oh my God, you know, um, thank you for how you made me feel today. Okay. It's all oh, the nurse I had before you didn't take time mm-hmm. to listen to me. And um, thank you for listening. Thank you for finding solutions to, you know, my pain schedule, my pain regimen, just mm-hmm. something as simple as that, you know? And I will always tell my patient, I don't have all the answers, but I can help you find it. Until I find an answer, I'm not going to leave you, mm-hmm. you know? So, but I started, you know, feeling that fulfillment. Okay. So I'm looking at myself and I'm going, is this, this it? I, I think this is it. So right after we graduated, I did apply for my uh, doctorate because I, you know, I wanted to go all in yeah. and, um, you know, you know, be able to, um, you know, do some of my plans, you know, to be able to connect one-on-one with patient yeah. preventive uh, medicine to me is a big thing. Like how can I be part of your journey? Like my um, primary care doctor will always say, Oh, I don't want to hook on that kind of worm. So what, yeah. Whatever I can do to help manage your health. So we don't open that kind of worm. And I look at him like, that's what I want to be. That's mm. what I want to do for people, for women out there. Like how can I help, you know, manage your health so we never have to open that kind of one we don't want to find out what's in there (laughs) I guess something that I'm hearing kind of is how you were so going to med school as a um, as a young person that even when your old friends find you now yeah Dr. Anne Dr. Anne and because it was so deeply part of who you were as a as a teenager, I guess. Yes. Okay. And so this is, to me, almost sounds like coming home to yourself. I am. I'm home, honestly, Tayo. It's, uh, I mean, work, work is stressful. Work is hard. I'm in oncology right now. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the saddest places you can right, be. Right. But again, I feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, you know, I'm coming to myself. And honestly, I mean, we can talk about this later. It's helped my relationship with my husband, with even with the kids, because I'm a lot happier. Well, tell us uh, about that now. Huh? Tell us about that now. Yeah, because even even with the husband, it's mm-hmm. you know, oh my God, he is. I don't know. You know, it's a cliche, but we had one of the best romantic times in our life. And again, 
the man does not need the money. It's not the money for us. It's, I mean, AJ would tell you it's a blessing and it's a curse at the same time because mm-hmm. we're already at the very, you know, like the highest bracket for tax in America, right? So whatever I make gets thrown on his salary and just, mm-hmm. you know, it's, but for him, that's not what it is. He would walk around the house and look at me and go, oh, my auntie knows, you know? <laughs> uh, and his new pin now is, hey, Dr. Anne, you know? <laughs> and he'll be like, I'm just happy that you're happy. Because mm-hmm. it makes loving you a lot easier for me. Right. Then I, when you're yeah, and you don't even know why you're... Like and when I'm just walk, walking on eggshells around you and today you're happy, tomorrow you're moody, tomorrow... And I'm like, babe, because, you know... It, and it's unfair to our partners sometimes where they feel like they there's this there's this job or this task we've assigned to them to fill our void to just make us happy. Right. And so what I, you know, I look at him now and I'm just like, I'm really sorry. Like it was never you. It was my happiness in a way, but it's not your job. Right? Right. And it I, I have to find it myself. Mm-hmm. But he was also super helpful because another person could have said, oh, you're ready. You have a degree in education. You have a degree here. You constantly, you know, I mean, just keep doing the, the education you're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't, we don't need the money. You're ready. Very, I mean, you're good at raising the kids. Like it would always say that. Mm-hmm. Why spend this extra money? Mm-hmm. I mean, 60,000 to go to nursing school, another about 75,000 to get a doctorate degree for what? Mm-hmm. Right. But, He's also so, I mean, I think he got it that I, for me, for him to be, you know, where he's at now, I just celebrated my uh, birthday last weekend and went away for the weekend. And it was honestly one of the best time with each other, away from the kids. Mm -hmm. And we didn't even have much to say, but it's just, I'm relaxed. I'm calm, you know. You're You're not looking for anything. I am not. I just, you know, I'm at my, shall we say, at my destination. And I'm just <laughs> taking it all in and just, you know, just counting down now. Like, and also, also, I formed a oh. relationship with my... And you seem to have cut off. I cannot... Can you hear me? <sighs> I'm still here. Can you hear me? Oh... Can you hear me? Hi, Tayo. Can you hear me? All right. Can you hear me? Yes, I. All right. Um, you were talking about something really important about how we cannot be looking to how the, the people, partner or yeah, the yeah, people to fill our buckets. Yes, really, that your happiness is your responsibility. Absolutely. You know, because you know, and I feel like that's how you know this a lot of, you know, tension and, you know, in relationships, you know, even friends, you know, 
Um, so for me, I think this process has also, um, I've, you know, come to find out that, you know, I'm the, I'm the pilot of my joy mm-hmm. and happiness, you know. Um, you're, the, you're the director of flourishing in your life, Anne. So we say that again? You're the director of flourishing in your life. I am. I am. <laughs> I, I, I am, you know, I'm the driver, I'm the director. <laughs> yes, you know, so, and it makes it a lot easier on everyone around you, you know, because, um, and I also feel like that's what I'm teaching my, my younger kid, yeah. you know, my girls, especially, you know, it's that you cannot, you, you know, don't look into relationship and marriage and friends and your clothes and your bags are meant to complement your day you might you know they don't necessarily bring you the the deeper that you know fulfillment the joy the happiness that is sustainable you know yeah it's something you have to give yourself and it's also that when you do give yourself that permission that path yeah then your family and the people around you get a better end. Yes. Not, not an upset end, you know. Or yeah. just... Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, you know, the, even for the kids, you know, mommy is different. Um, you know, I, I, I used to think, oh, my God, I'm killing this whole motherhood thing before mm-hmm. now. And... I mean, my relationship with the kids, it's a lot, lot, lot. I mean, we just, we were studying together, actually. <laughs> Especially with my older kids, you know. They would, they would ask me, how was your exam, mom? And I'd be like, oh, mommy got an 85. And they'd be like, oh, you can do better next time, mom. And I'd be like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know, but I'm just a lot happier. And on my days off, I look forward to, like, things, cooking. Like, yesterday I was home. I cooked, they all came in and one by one and just, you know, you know, the smell of the food and go, hmm, I'm a cook today, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm just a lot relaxed. I, I've done things with them. I used to do things with them before, but it's not from a half full bucket. It's different. Okay. And okay. my energy that I think that's what I was going to say before we cut off. My health was actually not great in the past. Okay. And I never knew that, you know, Part of, you know, me feeling unfulfilled or not being happy was also affecting my health. I mm. met the best. I mean, I just, I love, love, love uh, Dr. Christina. Um, that's my primary care doctor. And we've just formed this, <laughs> this you know, bond over this past four years. Yeah. My first time in our office, she looked at me and she said, baby, you look, um, I mean, it, few years was toxic you know and i can prescribe medication to make you feel relaxed and here's whatever anxiety you're having in your life or whatever it is she's like but i'm not Mm going to do that i want i want us to practice mindfulness so this lady started walking me through she just started doing what she called functional medicine at the time like she was studying for it and i became her guinea pig literally (laughs) And she would tell me, I want you to meditate. She got me on some podcast to listen to relaxation. She, and she would tell me, oh, I'm prescribing eight hours of sleep today. So you're going to go mm-hmm. home and you're going to go to sleep at a particular time. 
And if you notice, really, I've always been an introvert, uh, introverted person. I can talk when I'm comfortable with you, but I'm not so right. much of an outgoing person or mm-hmm. I don't have too many friends. But in a way, you think I have a million friends, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I kind of went into my shell in 2020 because and um, I needed it. I needed, you know. I, I didn't want the confusion from people. A lot of people didn't know what I was doing. Even my in-laws, I think my mom who lives with me, she knows. But if you're not in this house living with me, you wouldn't know I was in nursing school at all. I didn't tell a soul. And I just didn't want the confusion. I left social media. Um, I was on Facebook, uh, Instagram, everywhere. I actually left LinkedIn as well. I just focused on myself. And, mm. you know, that time, the school and my health and just fixing me. And I remember I did a Bible study with you and the ladies at the time. Mm-hmm. And we kept talking about being in your sherry. And I would smile and I would laugh. And I would say mm-hmm. things like, I'm in my sherry. I'm in my, you know, I'm in my on my own mountain. Just, you know, yeah. and that's that's what it was, you know. So I needed that time to myself. I needed time to fix me, to you know, in a way, like revamp my life and all that. And I was doing that with my health, doing it with my doctor. I started exercising. I changed my diet completely from 2020 to now. I've lost about 40 pounds. Interesting. I I know. And I, I was not even doing so much trying. And then my antibody levels were at the time about, I think, 998 were like ridiculous. You know, mm. I do have an autoimmune disease, but still, that was just outright ridiculous. Okay. From 2020 to after graduating school, getting the job and just, you know, feeling settled, that number has actually come down to 176 this year. Mm-hmm. And she looked, so when I saw her in January, no, February this year, she looked at me and she said, look at you. No mm-hmm. medication. We've actually reduced a lot of the medications I'm taking. I only take one medication in the mornings now and no anti-anxiety, nothing. Just mm. life. And she was like, all you did and was change your life. Well, change that's your- <laughs> Yeah. She's like, all you did was change your life and uh, just, you know, change you to, you know, and, and find yourself. And she's, I mean, we just sat there and had a, you know, an emotional moment. And she's like, you look so good. You look relaxed. You look happy. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes, I am. And so now she's like dragging me into functional medicine. And she's going, well, you have to tell other women this. If you don't like what you see in the mirror, you can change so, it. You know, you can change do you, do you think that the work she had done with you, the mindfulness, the meditation, the sleep, yeah all of that do you feel like it put you in the mental space to appreciate australia oh yes absolutely and so i've been doing more of that too. so yes you know and honestly you don't need an expensive trip to it's, it's uh, not about a, yeah. about seeing the train law which you could have oh, been yes. next next oh, door yes. to you not about australia yeah, because um, you could you could have seen her and just felt depressed, or you know that your life exactly. was exactly right. 
right but i and, and that's the two ways i could have looked at it right like oh my god you know i don't have like my life put together yes yes you know but i didn't allow myself to go down that path but it sounds like you didn't even go there your mind didn't even go to oh poor me no that <laughs> no. it like supercharged everything inside of you and i've done that before I think part of the reason why we don't make changes is that we like pity party. We, we pity ourselves <laughs> too much. We wallow mm. in self-pity. I was done. 2019, I was done with self-pity. If I don't like something, I'm going to change it. But and, so, and, yeah, go ahead. What, what, what was the factor that moved you from pity parties to changing your life? Because time if, is going until you're tired. Going. So that's what oh. I tell myself. It's it's now or never. It's the urgency. It's I want to be happy. I, I like I have to find this. I don't want to have to wait till I'm fifty. So I actually one of my next door neighbors in the community. We like taking walks together. We did a walk one time, and she was asking me, you know, what are you doing? And I was telling her, and she looked at me almost tearful, and she's mm. like. She has three kids. Two are now in college in this four years we've lived together. And she's mm-hmm. like, my fear is what you've just explained to me. Mm-hmm. That I'm going to wake up in 10 years and not recognize mm-hmm. the woman in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And so why am I waiting till that 10 years? Why can't I now start doing whatever I need to do so that when I'm an empty nester, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't totally feel you know, like I don't recognize me. What if mm. I tell you she took a job uh, oh. last year? Yes. And she texted me. She's mm. like, you know, she already has a degree and everything. And I, again, husband is successful. She's, she doesn't need to. But mm. I think what I'm hearing is what about me? Right. Do, I, right. do we get into that retirement phase of life? And I'm looking at him like, you know, resentful. And right. you could and also looking at the kids like, yeah, you guys are happy. I made all that happiness happen. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, I raised you guys. I did all that. What about me? Right. And I and again, it's okay if your calling in life is to be a full-time mom, is to be right. a full-time wife. This what I'm saying is not for those. So women. I don't even think that it is necessary. Like you, you are working as a teacher, right? Yes. So yes. if even if you are, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a teacher or a doctor or whatever, but inside of you, there is the desire to come home to yourself and be a writer or whatever. Yeah, or start that business. Go to it. Yes. If there is that thing inside of you that's just pulling you and calling you and you keep listing all the million excuses for why you cannot but all yes. the all the every day <laughs> as you yes. do what you feel like you have to be doing you yeah. know because like you have yeah. four children I feel like four children is the is the perfect excuse for not doing we're <laughs> not doing whatever Oh, yes. I mean, I get that crazy. I mean, when I was in nursing school, even in doing my doctorate now, people look at you sideways like you're cuckoo crazy. Like, aren't you busy enough? <laughs> but but it's, it's not about the people. It's, it's yeah. for me, it's, it's about you buying into those excuses or not. 
Exactly. And, and also, I, yeah. And I feel like sometimes people are looking for a perfect circumstances to do mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of the best quotes that I read recently, you know, just to paraphrase, just simply say, you sh- you don't have to wait for circumstances to be perfect, really, before moving forward in life, because they never will be. Right. And I think that was part of what I was doing. Maybe next year I would, <laughs> you know. And then I'm, I always do uh, what you call a vision board. And on okay. my vision board, I put all those things on there. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I'm not putting things into action because I'm just, I don't know what I'm waiting for, you know. And so much happened while you're waiting, like so much. And yeah. that's why I said the urgency came in, really kicked in for me in 2019. You mm. know, you have to live your life while you have the chance. And from being in oncology, I think that's the thing I hear. I ask patients all the time that are, you know, dying. If you can tell me one thing, what would it be? I had a 98-year-old lady tell me I didn't leave a single stone unturned. She was like, I did. I mean, I put everything on the table. I Mm. lived my life. I Mm. did everything I wanted to do. And Mm. at this point, just no regrets. Okay. And I was fighting back tears in our room going, can mm. I say something happens today? If I get a diagnosis, God forbid, but stuff happens. I've seen 41-year-old with a cancer uh, 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 diagnosis. I've seen 20-something-year-olds. So, right. I mean, you know, nothing makes them better than I am. But I'm right. just saying, or me better than they are. Right. If something happens today to rock my boat, then what? And even with that, you know, my husband that I would say, oh, he's so, uh, what's it called, um, uh, successful and accomplished in his career, I've also helped change his mindset. Because he's going, am I really also, like, <laughs> happy? You know, with, honestly. So for him now, I'm going, babe, make your list. What do you <laughs> want to do? before uh, you know father time comes calling like what do what are the things you want to do i mean just one of the things he put on his list is to tour europe next year and i'm like babe go get it you okay. know like do what you think would give yeah. you that fulfillment yeah. that happiness yeah. oh you want i want to go to tanzania and start a business jump go do it okay yeah you know? whatever it is i'm just you know giving you know right yeah, yeah, no, it's and the path is never going to be smooth. There's yeah. going to be obstacles. You know, you just have to keep, you know, the reason why you're doing it. You have to keep it alive. Right. So and I would write, go ahead. Something that I guess my mind keeps coming back to from talking to you is you were talking about how you used to have pity parties. Like, you know, you've not always been somebody who this is the life I want, let's go do it, that you are somebody who at some point would just, you know, sit and feel sorry for yourself instead of yeah. actually engaging with the future that you want. Uh, you said, well, hey, time is running out. I might as well get up and go. Um, yeah. So that's something my brain keeps coming back to. And I guess it's kind of like how when you're faced with death, at some, you know, if someone is faced with death, they suddenly, you know, not like they don't actually die, but they're, you know, have this 
experience that they could have died and then they yeah. come back and just like really leave like there's no tomorrow <laughs> and exactly. it's almost like you seem to have had that like look time and i think that was there. yeah that's what australia was for me i if, see yes if that's what australia was i'm going back to the u.s and i have to do this now it, why not? you know it, why now mm-hmm. i mean like i said also <laughs> um I want to give my 100%, it's, it's a cliche, but I'm a lover, right? I, okay. you know, want to love on my kids, love on my husband, and I want to give my 100%. Mm. But there's always a part of me that I feel like I could, you know, give more. I see. But if I'm not feeling myself, you know, it's hard mm-hmm. for me, but mm-hmm. I give it my mm-hmm. all. Yes. You know, it's the same thing I say with family members, right? You can ask me money every time. If I sit there and don't do anything, then I can be a blessing to you. Okay. Right? So I need to go fill my own cup to be Mm. able to pour out on you guys. Right. And also my, you know, kids are growing. My oldest is um, a junior now in high school. He's going to go off to college. You know, the older daughter too, you know, she's in high school now. I just don't want to wait till I'm 50 because I, you know, I'll be honest with you. These, mm-hmm. I still would have done what I'm doing right now at age 50. That's what okay. I believe. So okay. why not now? Why, why do I have to waste my forties and mm-hmm. wait till I'm you know, 50 years old to do the same thing? If at the end of the day, that's again, like you said, that nagging, I'm, I'm in bed, I'm tossing back and forth. Mm-hmm. I'm driving. I'm daydreaming about this project, about this, mm-hmm. this thing, but I'm not doing anything about right. it. Right. Okay. You know? So, yeah. Age is also, okay. if you want to put it that way, age was a factor for me. You okay. know, I, I'm not getting any younger. I mean, no <laughs> one still- is, though, but, but I mean, I'm sure you still know people who are your age and older who are still not pulling the trigger. And I don't know if it's that um, that people get too comfortable. There's that. You know, because of, for me, there was a time I was. And that's, you know, I stopped chasing that dream at some point because mm-hmm. I just felt comfortable in the, you know, oh, I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm actually Good. now. That bad. <laughs> not that bad, actually. Mm-hmm. Before we left NC, I got my dream job. I was out of the classroom became a, a more of an instructional coach had to yeah. off to myself i mean I'm not i remember doing... that that was the last yeah. i remember <laughs> yeah right like i'm not, I'm not doing that shabby right mm-hmm. but, you know i think that's what it is for people that it's very easy to get comfortable in a spot you know mm-hmm. but you know again for me it was nice taking that trip to australia and seeing it that that's you no know, what you think you have going on for you right now is not it like we come, <laughs> this, this it's this was not the you know and yeah yeah, yeah i think okay. people do okay. get comfortable that's that and also i've also had conversations with women that i feel like or people in general that are just so scared of the new mm. journey mm. or the what ifs. i spoke to somebody recently who said if I leave everything I'm doing right now mm-hmm. to go chase this one thing, mm. what if it fails? Right. I mean, and that's, 
yeah i mean it's valid but yeah. at the same time there's no point trying and failing and know that you tried because then maybe that nagging feeling you just got your you know your answer to that nagging feeling when it comes back you know mm. i wasn't so much afraid of oh what if i don't pass in class i had those days right mm-hmm. um but i think i was okay with having to try multiple times if i have to or whatever it is yeah i, I wasn't I to think do whatever what, it takes yeah i'm not afraid of of failing okay. you know okay all right. It was it, it was it was just so jarring. The yeah, Anne is a is an IC. I'm like, oh, 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 Anne, Anne, what Anne? Oh, <laughs> like, is there another Anne? <laughs> I know. It, yeah, I, I know. I had that feel. I had, you know the same reaction from a few people. Like how, <laughs> you know, like what did you do? And I'm like, yeah, you know. But hey, once a teacher, always a teacher. I had the. One of the local universities yesterday uh, um, came calling, and I'm like, um, "Hold on, <laughs> we'll see." I mean, I would, you know, if I have to go back to faculty at some point and teach, absolutely, I love. But then it's gonna be different, right? Because right. then I'm, I'm speaking to what I'm passionate about. Right. But yeah, so. I also really yes. like the fact that even when you were teaching, you were not like in there and hating it. Like you were teaching and liking and enjoying your teaching. Oh yes. Oh you yes. Oh, oh yes. I I did it with joy. I did mm-hmm. it with you know, I gave it my all and mm-hmm. I don't have any regrets too, because in a way I feel like there were things I needed to learn, mm-hmm. you know that journey that have actually also helped me as a parent. Like what? You know? Oh, so our last baby had uh, a speech delay. Okay. And um, I would sit there. And, I mean, there were ten times that we had, a, we, you know, like, uh, you know, moment of, should I say sadness or whatever it is. Uh, initially, it's fine now. But yeah. I kept looking at my husband. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Is this why I was... You know, I did special education at the time. I mm. wrote high is for, I can't I can count how many kids I wrote high pays for. I can't imagine mm. being in an IEP meeting with my own child. Mm. I actually look at the lady and I say, I used to be on the other side. Mm. <laughs> I for other families mm. and doing one for my kids now. So, you know, even when I chat with a speech therapist, I'll be like, wow. And the kind of verbiage I would use, the words that we use for him to teach him at home, they just blown away. And I'll tell them, well, because that was my lane. You know, yes, if you're if you're um, overachieving kids, you're coming to me. If you're underperforming, you're coming to me. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what you know. I'm able to help bridge that gap. Okay. And so there's no, you know, again, just this. Enjoy every journey you're, you are in in life because you might not see the reason and the purpose in it right now. But, mm. you know, just but, you know, at some point so, in life, you might actually see why that had to happen or why now, God took you to that journey. Oh, I, I hear. So I feel like there's a thin line between enjoy the journey where you are 
versus take the don't leap get and go <laughs> right yeah no so like, no enjoy, enjoy where you are but you know go after you your dreams go after your dreams honey you have to don't get complacent don't get too comfortable but don't be resentful again because life right, is if there's right. anything i can tell the 20 something year old self my 30 something year old self is the days you spend being miserable and um wallowing in self-pity you could have spent it doing your research you know and (laughs) (laughs) so like no like enjoy it enjoy enjoy whatever you're doing right now but please if you're not happy with where you are in life stop waiting Mm. there's never gonna be a perfect time i mean this is the same message for my 75 year old mother who i mean i could I start with mom and we have this conversation and she'll be like, wow, I don't want to get to that age at 75 and feel like there were things I left undone in my mm. 30s and my 40s, but the time is gone. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for... For sharing your heart with us and for sharing your journey, um, I do like basically the, I think one, another major thing I'm taking away is that the thing with your doctor where you were like quieting your mind and quieting the noise in your mind. I truly think that that helped you receive the picture of Australia into a calm mind, into a space that said, I can do this you yes. know versus yes. if you had done with all the noise and then you may have felt overwhelmed watching it and maybe even mm-hmm. depressed um yes but you and had I found... that yes also, please that was also part of the reason why i left social media there's so much uh... noise you know and my you know and she basically looked at me and said the only thing that the only thing that matters right now is you in this moment mm. so it's almost like it's okay to isolate sometimes. And that it's not yeah. as if I was fully isolating, but there's just so much news of, oh, somebody is doing this. Yes, and then all of a sudden you start telling yourself, am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. Or is, did I make the right decision? Mm. Or, you know, so I needed to be in a space where I'm 100% focused on, yeah. my, on everything, on myself, you know? Yeah. And yes, my I really appreciate what the doctor did for me. And I'm hoping that as I get into practice, mm. this is something I can other people. Everything is not medication. She could right. have given me Adivan or Adderall. <laughs> I can tell you how many times I, I mean, I was prescribing myself medication and she would sit there and laugh. And she'd be like, yeah, no, you're not getting that. <laughs> like, well, maybe Adderall would help, you know. And she's focus like, focus no. a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, focus a little bit. No, you're not getting Adderall. Mm-hmm. What we're gonna get is a 30 minutes walk in the community. <laughs> we, you know, listen to your podcast, listen to your music, find your why. Is all that's what she says all the time. She's, <laughs> I call her my little lady. She's like five foot two, maybe not oh. even five foot two. <laughs> she's. I told her that if I ever end up writing a book, you know, you're going to be on, you know, every page. <laughs> she said, find your why and let's keep going, my girl. Let's go. I'm like, okay. okay. All right. I guess find I'm going to today. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Anne, and thank you everyone for listening. Um, as Anne has demonstrated, you are indeed the director of flourishing. It is up to you to direct the flourishing in your life because nobody's coming to do that for you. Thank you, Anne, again. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Darius. It's been a, it's been a great time with you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.